Come to KMSA, where we develop soccer players through discipline, respect, and togetherness. You can contact us at kmsocceracademy at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at km underscore soccer underscore academy or Coach Kyle. Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Kyle Show. You're with Coach Kyle and McKinnon. Alongside me, my co-host, the great of all the men. Remember, we talk all things soccer. It's no different this week. We want to continue educating. We want to continue adding value to athletes, parents, and whoever would listen to what we have to say. We're millionaires. We speak from our perspectives, our opinions, based on experiences, based on what we hear from athletes around, discussions with parents, and we try to give as much information as we can to help with decision making. What has happened this week for you, Coach Wall? I know you're always thinking about the next step and based on the fact that you're committed to the game, what is the beat right now? It's um, a lot of players and parents don't know. Don't, yeah. They don't know their next step um, due to the corona. Um, a lot of things actually is a blessing in disguise in the sense of people have time to actually evaluate themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At the time to get more information, to understand certain processes that I believe in the past, a lot of players didn't understand or parents because everything was on the go. Everything is just, we got to do something. We got to do something. So... A lot of people didn't have time to really evaluate themselves into what they're getting themselves into. Yeah, and it leads to to the topic today why it's important to be properly to be properly evaluated um, before investing, uh, before joining a program. We we spoke last week about the perception and the assumptions. Now, you know, we want to really address. Uh, why it's important to be evaluated so you have a good understanding of where you are so you don't put yourself in a place that you're not truly ready for and then realize that you're stuck and you see it a lot of times where you know people stay in situations just because of pride because they don't want to deal with you know what would be said about them um, if things don't work out. So a lot of times they stay in situations and not recognizing they're doing a disservice to themselves. And just to just to reiterate, you know, when we speak on our podcast about soccer and the ills within the game, it's because we are truly seeing it and we are truly experiencing it on uh, on a on a big front, for yeah. a better word, you know, we're we're dealing with athletes who are constantly struggling with with their confidence, or they're struggling with their discipline, they're struggling with who they are, they're struggling uh, in terms of you know where they want to go and how they get there, and, and oftentimes it's a hard conversation to have with with a parent who don't really understand uh, the player or the athlete who have this desire and this burning need to to go to the higher level, to make that next step, to have a career in soccer, whether it be college, professionally, internationally, you know, oftentimes is being shut down because they're in a surrounding where there's no belief in what the athlete is doing, not because they don't want to be supportive, because they don't know and they don't understand how to help their child in achieving such a feat. They can do it for education, they can do it for business, they can do it for a lot of things, but sports has shown time and time again, it's it's like an antidote for stress, for depression, 
for insecurities, for it, it helps in so many ways that could spiral out into different aspects of your life. And oftentimes you don't see that level of seriousness. So this leads us to this topic so players could be able to make better decisions in terms of how they move forward. But we know the question will be, you know, what makes what you're saying about evaluation so different from what we do at our clubs or what we receive after every season. When we come back, we'll discuss in depth what evaluation or proper evaluation should look like. Come to KMSA where we develop soccer players through discipline, respect, and togetherness. You can contact us at kmsocceracademy at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at km underscore soccer underscore academy or Coach Kyle. Welcome back to the Coach Kyle show. You're with Coach Kyle McKinnon and the great Oval Med. Just before the break, um, we mentioned uh, the importance of being properly evaluated before making that next step. And we, we believe that an evaluation is a step. You know, we could go to you know, having a sit down and with the program, with coaches, whether it be private sessions, group sessions, team sessions, is building that rapport with that program, with that coach. So, have a better understanding to see if there's any connection in terms of where you're trying to go. The next step would be evaluations. And if evaluation is based on key performance indicators. How do you measure um, those key performance indicators? As we would put it, you know, that is what you're being evaluated for, to have a good sense of where you are and how to perform or how to create a program that will help you to get to where you need to be. Now this is all connected to your age and stage of development. If you go back and you listen to our podcast on ages and stages of development, you will be able to connect what we're saying in terms of being evaluated based on the KPIs or key performance indicators. This will give you a good sense. Now, when you when you create an evaluation, it's important to establish the measurables. How are you measuring uh, the player? Because based on experience, or you would have you have seen evaluations and if you could remember how are players really and truly evaluated at the ending of the season what what are they asked what are the coaches asked to say to the to the, to the athlete uh, what are they asked to write to the athlete in terms of evaluation from um um, with previous um, history on evaluations, I think I was a bit different though. Obviously, I've been around you for some time, so taking my time to properly evaluate, which is a long process. You yeah. know what I mean? Think about a whole season when you got to evaluate a single player. But previously, with working with other um, quote unquote clubs and stuff like that, it's just a sentence, maybe two, maybe three. Yeah. Of okay, how do they perform? Uh, you need to get better. You need to even maybe get a little faster. Um, and a lot of you're doing well, but you got to keep working harder. Yeah. So that's honestly the legit evaluations. And it's not just me saying it because I've asked, like you said, we work with a lot of players privately and individually. So I've asked players again, coming from other clubs that come to me, and I said, what made you make this? You know, this move to work with me privately. Yeah. I said, oh, my, my, my team, I said that I'm not, I'm not fast enough. I'm not strong enough. So I need, to, I need to get a little bit better. 
I said, did they probably evaluate you before they said that? They said, no, it's just I didn't make the team or the tryouts. Or they said I had to go on a lower level team. So they said I got to get faster or stronger. Do you firmly believe, though, that there's clear, just from your experience being in, in soccer, I'm, I'm a bit late here. Do you believe that there's truly uh, uh, a standard when it comes to how looking from a, a player coming into a new program, mm -hmm. do you really believe that there's a standard that is set for how do we place this athlete? Like in a gold team or a blue team or do we place him on team one, team two? I know there's a list of things yeah. that you will get a piece of paper and Look for this, look for that. Um, but how how are you breaking that down? Is the question. Because look for passing, you know. Yeah, one for passing, two for passing. Pa pa passing <laughs> could be accurate, yeah. passing could be effective, passing could be, you know, could be technical speed, you know, under pressure, it could be so many things. Mm -hmm. What experiences you would have had in terms of, you know, Accent to evaluate players, but not really clear directive in how you will judge. Because evaluation is about that, also, it's about making a judgment on something. Um, how are you truly judging these players and making sure they are in the right environment that they're supposed to be? Because you and I would have experienced that at least find themselves in teams and programs that they're clearly not ready for. Not ready for. Um, for the most part, again, it's, it's difficult for me to say because I've been put in so many situations. I'm trying to think of which one I'm going to explain. But um, if the player has just a little bit, a little bit, a little extra, you know what I mean? You got those players coming from another country. There's most of the players that I'm finding that, that are replaced on these teams are have a little something different than what you we're usually seeing. So maybe a little bit faster, a person that can dribble, maybe a kid that's a little bit taller. And then those are things that we are looking for where the programs that I worked with, that's what they look for to put on certain teams. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, this kid can dribble. You know, he, he has to be on this blue team. Or this kid's a little, he looks a little strong. Oh, let's put him on that blue team. It was no real judgment or no real say, okay, let's see what he can do within the next couple of days. Let's see if he's really ready for that, that team. Mm -hmm. It's just no. Or we just want to put a roster down. Let's be honest. We want to put a roster. <laughs> and these are players I think will just fit well in this roster. And let's make a team. Yeah, we're talking about why players should be properly evaluated. Because we, we're speaking um, on now on some of the ills of you know, when players are not properly evaluated. <laughs> how it affects the and athlete. And, and I think there's, there's not a level of seriousness to how something can affect a child psychologically yes. that could go a far away, could lead to suicide, could lead to depression, could lead to stress, um, lack of self-worth, mm -hmm. uh, lack of self-discipline. All of these things are attached to some of the decisions that are being made that there's less uh, concern to that end, where they just do things like for him, for example, I'm never a believer of bringing a child to a one-day trial to make a decision <laughs> that the child is good or the child is bad. Yeah. Now, some people could come and you know off the bat they're not here for soccer, okay? Or maybe they've never had the experience That's true, of what soccer is. You don't know. It, it needs to be a little bit more deeper. And I don't think that that is the approach oftentimes when it relates to evaluating and it it directly relates to all these trials and place them in a bracket of average exceptional uh you know novice what whatever you want to call them you are making decisions on a human being not a soccer player you're making decisions on a human being 
and you must know that those decisions that you're making have far-reaching problems and oftentimes you know coaches programs look at it as just or even parents look at it as just uh, just soccer just how you don't know how that child is feeling about what they want to do about you don't know if they're passionate about what they're trying to accomplish mm -hmm. so we've seen time and time again when you're not properly evaluated how it can really affect uh, the young athlete in more ways than you can comprehend but when we come back we want to dive into some specific things that we believe are not evaluating an athlete for best performances when we come back come to kmsa where we develop soccer players through discipline respect and togetherness you can contact us at kmsocceracademy at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at km underscore soccer underscore academy or Coach Kaya. Welcome back to the Coach Kaya show. You're with Kaya McKenna and the great Owal Ahmed. Remember the show, we talk all things soccer. And today we are speaking on why it's important to be properly evaluated within soccer so a couple things that evaluation is not evaluation is not writing to a player to say you need to work hard <laughs> or you need to work hard that's not evaluation evaluation is not writing to a player or an athlete saying We've seen massive improvement, but we believe if you push yourself some more, you will get to the next level. That is not evaluating an athlete at all. What is not evaluating an athlete is when uh, your, your child it's, has been awesome this season. We have seen massive improvement. Uh, in his or her game you will just need more repetition so that you will get better uh, we we are happy with what you have done over the past year uh, we look forward for you coming back and keep working with us that is not an evaluation and I'm saying this because working with players you you want to have a sense of what they're doing so that you can kind of have a better understanding of how to work with them. You know, know what they're doing, have a good sense of where they are so that you can make a better decision in how to customize your practice program for them. So when I see some of the, the evaluations, um, this is why I'm saying that is not an evaluation. Let me let me give you one. Did you ever hear? Did you ever hear this one? Because I asked a couple of players I was working with because they're coming from another club, and I said, "What you been like? How was your evaluations?" Because they did a season with the with the team. They said, "No, they gave us a paper and said let us evaluate ourselves and give it to them, mm -hmm. and then they'll add on other things to." <laughs> okay. On top of that, so I've never heard that one. Before. This player who, this athlete, okay. Well, how many times? The next question would be: How many times have you sat and watched yourself play, or have you sat and watched yourself in a practice session? Because everybody knows an eye test is not good for evaluation. You know, oftentimes when you go back and you reflect, you are able to clearly see and clearly identify with what is truly happening even from you know from the coach's perspective things you would have said that yeah. you should not have said things that you should have said that you didn't say so you, to, to have an eye test and to have an athlete who don't even know what are the key <laughs> performance indicators to, to have them write something and then you add on it's yeah, it's a different approach, <laughs> but I don't understand how it, how that is evaluation. I don't I don't agree with it either. So 
And we have some we have a couple more in terms of evaluation. Evaluation is not uh, telling a seven year old you, you have a whole list of you need to learn how to create space. You need to be you need to improve with creating space. This is a, this is a seven or eight year old player. That is the evaluation. You know, you, you know, you have to get stronger. That is not an evaluation. Um, the reason why? Because it's not the age or the stage um, for that. So that is not an evaluation. An evaluation is not when the coach is asked to write something that makes you feel good about yourself. That's not an evaluation. And, and what do I mean? You know, you're asked to make it sound nice. Make it look good so that you don't hurt the player's feelings. Uh, that is not an evaluation. That is lying. Because you should be able to be honest with where the athlete is so they can make steps. To get better, to lie to, to lie to a child is making them believe in something that is not true. And that has real problems down the road. And I'm saying that because there's a disconnect with parents and athletes when it relates to soccer. You know, because most parents are not really inept to the game and most friends that we would have spoken to oftentimes say it they're like I don't know nothing about soccer I really don't know I'm depending on this child to kind of educate me through this process so wherever they want to go whatever they want to do we try to support them um, that has not helped either because if you don't educate yourself on this process, it's like you're putting your child in the hands of somebody who is dangerous to your child's development. And development is not just, this is why I said, we'll, we'll talk directly about what evaluation is, because evaluation is not talking only about technique. Evaluation is not only talking about the players getting faster. That is not evaluation. Uh, evaluation must be more holistic because you're speaking to the person. And if the person is not sure of who they are, they're not going to be sure of what they're doing, of course. So we know that these few things that we would have relayed to you that are listening, we are sure that is not proper evaluation. I think I have one more though. Okay. Evaluation is not showing up on the field for a trial and playing small goals for the entire trial on different teams and then a decision is being made about one, your potential. Because everybody could see talent. Yeah. A lot of people can't see potential. So, and potential is one of the greatest things that a coach or an organization could have the ability to do. Because potential said you have something that nobody has been able to tap into. And that might be some greatness. Oftentimes it's greatness anyway. So evaluation, uh, because you see a lot of kids cry, they're frustrated, they, they quit, you know, they're truly hurt. They never, they're scared, um, they're worried, you know, I've gone to try it where the player came to the field and turned right back. <laughs> and the parents are like, could you, could you talk to him, could you talk to her, she's scared, he's scared. And because it's terrifying, you know, that is not an evaluation because evaluation must be holistic. You must have that consideration. Now, people use all, all manner of excuses of why they, they don't go about it the right way. That's why we're addressing it, because it is not evaluation. 
You cannot bring a 10-year-old to a field that have never met the players around them or the coaches where at that age they're trying to build trust, they're trying to know who this person is and, um, and, they're, and they're scared because at home they don't understand so they're like you have to make it, you, you have to do your best, you have to, you, now the child ahead is all over the place. You know, that, <laughs> and then you just randomly start rotating players around and saying that you're evaluating them. That is not evaluation. So, do you have any other ones that you would have seen that you are now questioning if that is a true evaluation? Yeah, evaluation when you have uh, some people that never played a game before and mm. evaluating the pick of players. Yeah, I've seen I see younger kids that are probably in college or high school evaluating, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I've seen that in the two day process. In the two day process, yes, trials for two days, and then you got high school kids evaluating little kids to get them on teams just to see if they can make teams. So we know that also is not evaluation <laughs> because high school player is not qualified to speak on a child's potential or are they equipped for what they're trying to put them into. So we know that is that is dangerous also. And, 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 and you high school players who are trying to do that, you should respect yourself and respect the game and don't be a part of that. You yourself might need to be evaluated properly. The other thing that evaluation is not is giving a whole list of things to look at in an hour. You, you have to look at dribbling, passing, shooting, running, this, a whole list of things. And you must do it in an hour to make a decision on a child's future within a program. That is not evaluation. Evaluation is not having a list of things with, not, with no clear measurables of what it's supposed to look like. You know, that is not evaluation. You have this whole list, and then one coach says, no, I saw this, no, I like this, oh, no, this. You have 10 coaches out there, and all 10 have a different perspective on what they're looking for. That is not evaluation, okay? So, you should not be worried about your soccer career, frankly. You should not be feeling super hurt that you did not make the team or this program did not pick you up because only through real and proper evaluation you can have a better sense of where you are and where you need to be. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes when you do a thorough evaluation, it's, it's like it's a light bulb that turned on in the athlete's head because now they have a clear pathway to what they can get to yeah. and what they need to do to get there. So when we come back, we will dive in to what true or proper evaluation should look like. Welcome back to the Coach Kyle Show. You are Kyle McKinnon and the great Awala Med. Now, we want to address what proper evaluation is. Evaluation must be based, one, on the age group standard and the expectation of that age group. And then we look at the four moments in the game, attacking, defending, transition to defend, transition to attack. And based on these four moments, you look for key principles or in some, and in some corners, key performance indicators within those four moments. Now, in every moment, you must be able to break down things technically, tactically, psychologically, and physically. So every moment in attacking, you must be able to do things technically based on, again, based on age group standards and expectations. You must have key performance indicators 
for what you need to do tactically. Then you must be able to have key performance indicators for things you should be doing physically when it relates to attacking. And then we talk about psychologically. And remember, it must be attached to the age and the stage of development. And you do the same thing pretty much for defending, transition to defend, and transition to attack. That is where the true definition of evaluation should start. Now, once you've created or you've established that, you must now have measurables. Because the measurables will help you to identify where the player fits. Like for instance, if this area technically that this child must be able to perform, it needs priority. They can't do it. They're not good at it. So now if you have five players, let's say you have five to ten players, and you recognize one player cannot pass the ball accurate, then that is a priority. That player might be at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And then you might find a player who can pass the ball accurately, but he don't have the physical strength. That player might be number four. Because he might be a player that is intermediate, he has an ability, but in some improvement needed there, because he must get physically strong. Maybe he's a he's a you know he's growing, his yeah, his, his growth is, is kind of stunted. You you look at all of those things. And then you move up the line, and you might find a player who could use both feet. They could pass the ball with both feet. That player might be a player that has a good understanding of how to pass a ball. So that player might be number two. So now his placement is better. Um, the decision to put him in a certain team is better understood. Because now you can sit down and have an honest discussion about the player that is at number five. Yeah. Now we see some potential, but this is a priority and this might need repetition. So don't worry about it too much. Yeah. If you go back and you spend six weeks just focusing on passing, and then I'm able to write something and send to a private coach and said, you know what, we see some potential, but we want you to, if you're working with this player, could you think about his accuracy, his technique, how is his, his, his foot placement on the ball, where is he, where is he hitting the ball? Like you could be so clear and detailed that the, the athlete now is not feeling like I'm no good. Mm -hmm. The athlete now feels like if I could do this more, I'm going to improve, so now I'm going to be at the next level. So you must have the measurables in place. But the most important thing with, with true evaluation, before we talk about some specific things that you can look at in terms of really evaluating the players based on the age group um, and the state of development, which we can go deeper at another time, uh, to give you a clear understanding. But time... Mm -hmm. You know, you you cannot make a judgment on a player after an hour. You know, you need because sometimes a player will come and he's just excited today and he has his best performance, and then he comes back the next week and you're like, Wait. "What did we do?" <laughs> you know, there, there's so much going on mm -hmm. um, in that moment because. Or, it's, or it's all about it's, yeah. It's all about confidence, you know. It's all about confidence on that day. You might see a player might come and he might have super potential, but because he wants it so much, he's scared. He's timid. He's worried about failing. Yeah. The player that showed up, he just showed up because he want to try soccer, and so he come with no pressure because <laughs> he don't he don't really care what happens. And he perform, and he's running, and he's tackling, and he's energetic. And the player in the corner, he wants to play so bad, he's timid. He's terrorized about, about hearing you're not good enough. You know, oftentimes when you love something, you don't want to hear you're not good enough. So you're under pressure to perform. So bringing that player in and giving him an hour 
to perform and he performed badly and you make a decision mm -hmm. on that, it's not true evaluation. This is why it's bad because you're going to give that young player bad information. You're going to give him bad feedback because you haven't really given him or her time. So this is why we, we were so firm on, we are so firm actually on why time is needed for true evaluation. And with our evaluation process, when we bring players in, we always sit down and have a chat with them about the history to have a better sense of what they're doing and build a rapport with them, uh, letting them know what our expectations are and kind of ease them into what they will see. And then the evaluation process is oftentimes more about what you can do, not necessarily uh, trying to tell you you're not this or you're not that, but getting a good sense of what you know. Then you share that with the athlete and then you give them an opportunity to make the adjustment and then and you give them time nothing happens in a day or, or or two days with us sometimes it takes two weeks three weeks of just inviting that athlete just to work within the environment to get comfortable to get comfortable technically tactically physically psychologically and then you can truly give the player or the athlete a thorough evaluation or feedback on where he or she is that will help them to now go back and work harder, to work smarter, to really reach their ultimate goals. What do you think about that? I was just about to ask you, have you ever been in a, um, an environment that actually does that? Because again, being obviously in this country for some time, I've never been even through trials have a meeting or a clear understanding of what the trial is going to look for prior to going into a trial. Yeah. So I've never experienced that playing here. Yeah, because I'm thinking about it. The parent, the kid coming in, feel at least knows, okay, this is what we're looking for. I can be like, okay, I can see what I can try to work on once I go to the trial. Mm -hmm. So I feel a little bit more maybe confident, maybe a little bit more relaxed because I know, okay, this is what they're looking for. And it giving me a, a more time to actually show them what I can do rather than a day or two and then like okay let's make a decision and to be honest is i don't i believe they don't take it serious the trial process no they don't they don't take the trial process which is an assessment uh and likewise at the end because uh, nothing happened in between there yeah so it's the starting and then there's an yeah. ending nothing happened in between so there's no progress report there's no you know what we what we've seen, what we're seeing now, and what we hope to see at the end. It's it's just it's just political. And I said they don't care because they don't believe that they are affecting young athletes psychologically. Okay. They don't believe what they're doing has long lasting effects on a child's life. Like I know for me, for every single try that I would have done with young athletes, I always, especially for my program or my team, give a report on why the player is not being selected now and always try to give them something that they can now do. Now, it's always about, you know, you're not going to find everybody who will agree with it. This, this is not what the conversation is about. Mm, yeah. It's not about agreeing or disagreeing with, with a how somebody will handle the evaluation it's about more about doing evaluation properly and making sure that whatever you're saying or doing is helping if the athlete is truly committed to soccer is to go back and work harder rather than quitting rather than going into a depressive state or stressing out or losing their self-worth their and become very insecure of who they are and then they start acting out they start becoming very rebellious so to your point 
I firmly believe the reason why you have not seen it, like how we're discussing it here right now, is because there's no, there's not a real, there's not a real serious approach to what they're doing. They look at the list and they see a hundred kids coming and they're excited because the dollar signs pop up on their head. Okay, we didn't have about four teams here, you know. So we, we're not really worried. Just make sure we, you know, look for the ones who could dribble. Look for the ones who, I remember, Quick story though, I, I went to a tribe one time and it was for a youth 11 team. Okay. And I remember seeing a really, really short boy, short, small. He looked like, he looked like a baby, <laughs> but he got some, got some decent legs. And I'm looking, I'm observing this chat, how he passes the ball. Some he he's at this age where he he's he's not supposed to be focusing too much on how to create space and position his body, but I'm looking at this boy and I'm saying he's opening up, he's finding his own space. Every time he receives the ball, when he passes the ball, it's inside foot and he's locking his ankles, and I'm and I'm observing him right, and I'm saying I want him almighty because I believe in the next four years. With what he is doing now, he's going to be far better than that player who's just running fast and tackling strong. Because I'm seeing potential. I'm, I'm seeing that, you know, he has the tools, but he hasn't developed yet. He's smaller than the average, yeah. average player. But that potential, I know, he will not stay like that for the rest of his life. But what the tools that he's showing that he has right now, that needs to be developed, obviously, it's much more important than the player who just could run through everybody, but has no game sense, has no understanding, has no technique really. And then I remember everybody just looked past him. It's like nobody saw him, like no, not one coach saw this player ability and I remember someone saying oh and I made mention of it and it's like yeah but he's not gonna be able to deal <laughs> with this pressure I already know it I already knew that was coming up I already knew that was coming up he's he's UT 11s though he's UT 11s are you saying you cannot find an ear on the field where you can put him so he's not dealing with all that physical confrontation Maybe you give him a task where he's not being put in a situation where his deficiencies are exposed. So I'm saying that to say there's no way that you are saying you're truly evaluating or properly evaluating the person if the things that we just spoke about, the KPIs, the, the measurables, um, the moments in the game are not being placed on the forefront when it comes to evaluation. Now, what we would, we would encourage young athletes when they are going to be evaluated, firstly, understand the level of coaching you're being evaluated by. If a coach has decided that he don't need a license to properly evaluate an athlete, I'm encouraging you to run from that coach. Obviously, he's not a coach. He is a trainer or he just likes the game. So that would be something you need to be careful of. Who is evaluating you? You know, when I was when I was growing up, I always I always heard this statement. The worst thing you can do is give a child to a bad coach. That is the worst thing you can do. Because as a child you're developing habits. Mm-hmm. You know, you are learning from the adult. You are learning from what you see, what you hear. Uh, you are learning. So that, that's why it's very important to know the level of the coach, to know what he or she have done to help this process to be a very good one. That's what you want to really know. Now, you also want to be clear 
on your age and stage of development because knowing that you will have a clearer picture of what you need to master or what you need to be competent in in terms of your technique in terms of your tactical understanding in terms of your physical capabilities and psychologically so that will help everything to break down now even if you're a coach a young coach or aspiring to be a coach or you're a trainer and want to be respected for what you're doing you also must know that and then you must be able to break it down so let's say from a technical perspective you could be looking at accuracy effectiveness both feet short passes long passes driven passes so now if you work with you nine players are you really looking for for long passes mm -hmm. no you're not are you really looking for effective passes with a youth nine player no okay so you might be looking more at are they trying to use both feet are they you know can they make an accurate pass it's not necessarily what you what you what you going after but if they can do that maybe yeah he has potential we can he or she has potential when you're talking about receiving uh, which is also part of your technique so you look at all these individual things that you need to master and you have to decide what is most important and that is how you want to uh, evaluate the player but before we even go there you've gone to clubs and do tryout and evaluate players and you don't even have a clear understanding of the style of play how they like to play what personally you need to fit that philosophy but you're given a paper and say find a good player you know so <laughs> the individual attributes must be lined up based on how you want to play or the style of play okay so it will go to how you receiving a ball how you dribbling a ball turns feints all these individual things you must be able to evaluate and that's why you can't do it in one day it's too much there's a lot you can't even do it in two days you have to give the athletes opportunities to come for time and time and time until you're satisfied with where the athlete should be placed so you think with the with the evaluation process that athletes okay depending whatever their age group is should come in a team setting yes because everything was you, you it's not tennis you know you have to if i'm going to put you in this program then i must bring you to that exact program to see how you connect how you how you work with the coach how you work with the environment are you comfortable because not every coach is for every player likewise not every player is for every coach so you you need to give that player the opportunity um, and you have seen that with when we were at a specific club like i was able to make that something that they had to do where the player had to show up to the team's practice that was very effective was yes to make sure effective. that you are making the right decision and often times yeah. they were shuffling around yeah. because like mm, nah, i think yeah. they need to be yeah. this yeah. you know and and obviously the athletes went and they they were effective in being put in the right situation based on their abilities so technically you need to be able to know clearly what should be your focus what would be your key performance indicators to say that you deserve to be here um, tactically it might be related to defending attacking and again it must be based on age group standard and expectation I'm not going to look at the youth nine players to see if they're triangulating. No, I'm not going to look at that. So that shouldn't be part of the evaluation process for a youth nine. It might be there for a youth 15 or a youth 14 player. And defensively, you want to know, are they able to close the ball down as a youth nine? Are they pressuring the ball? Or are they timid? They're scared. They're not brave enough. You know, you must be clear on... When you go 
to tryouts or more so, more so, when the coaches are giving you evaluation at the end of the season. You need to be asking these questions. You know, what is your style of play? You said that Johnny wasn't good at passing the ball. Could you give me a percentage of his passes? Is, is he passing the ball at 40%? Is he passing at 30%? Could you show me why you believe he's passing 50 and, and or 30%? You, yeah, you show him. That means that you no, have to, I mean, this is where you invest in him. You have to watch. That means that they have to, they have to see John. They just, there has to be some outside the recording. Yeah. Or this is what I'm saying because oh, okay. you are making assumptions <laughs> on a human being, yeah. on a child on a person who believes what you say because they don't know better and it has long sorry it has long lasting effects on the psychological aspect of that child so it needs parents at least you need to understand this not because somebody writes something good about you it means that they're telling you the truth or they do it in an effective way you need to have more clarity when you talk about shooting the ball, he shoots the ball well. Okay, what well looks like? What well means? I want to, you must know that. It must be clear. It must be detailed. Uh, crossing the ball. All these things are technical things. Uh, defending 1v1s. You know, <laughs> all these things are technical things that you need to be clear of. And then you, you, you talk about... Uh, the physical aspect, agility, coordination, pure speed, balance, change of direction, all of these things. Are you talking about these things when you are writing evaluation? Or are you just saying um, the, player, the player have to work harder? Or like we said earlier about what evaluation is not. Uh, those physical things need to be in there when you're doing tryouts. Based on the age, it might be one thing. It might be two things you're looking at to see if the player or the athlete has that ability so you can put them in their rightful place. Psychologically, what are you looking for in evaluation? At different levels again. Composure, willingness to learn. You know, you bring in all manner of character in the program and then it's confusion after the first two weeks. Because there's complaining, and complaining, and emails and emails and, and about things that they're not clear of. Oh, we don't like this coach, you should get rid of him because you're not getting your way and you paid and because you, you haven't done a good job of really scanning and having a standard of who you want to bring in your club. Or at the end of the season, you have to write something nice because you might get an email that is threatening you about actions that will be taken against your program or the coach. So psychologically, you know, you, you must have things in place that the athletes um, can understand what the expectations are. But the big thing there is making sure that you are given time. You know, if you're not given time, then there's no way you can say you are here or you're not here. You know, most athletes have never or truly uh, have had an evaluation properly evaluated based on their age, based on their stage, based on their position. They've never had an evaluation because what we just explained is not evaluation. That's what they have. Yeah, that's what they're going through. So that's what they base their abilities on. So it gives them this false sense of how good they are and how good they're not. <laughs> so all around the board is this misconception because they have not been evaluated properly. I know this might be a lot, but it's just giving you a foundation of if you're truly interested in being a soccer player, you must be evaluated properly. Nah, be honest. So you must, so you will know where you are, what you need to do, for where you want to get to. 
if that is not done in an honest manner, you will walk around thinking that you're all this and you're nothing. Or you'll walk around thinking you're nothing, but there's so much potential there for you to be great. So what would you, what would you add to, um, to what was, was said in terms of really encouraging athletes to take this process on and not shy away from it because they might have to deal with some things that they don't really want to deal yes, with. Yes, yeah, and that's and that coming down to the truth. It comes down to the truth and the honesty of where you at as a as an athlete. You know, again based on the age group, the stages. Also who is doing the evaluation. I think that's a big part of mm-hmm. getting the honest feedback and the correct feedback. Yeah. Right? Depending on coaching and their license, they should know again these age groups standards and based upon that where you should be at yeah so if the coach has that 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 should give you like okay yeah that makes sense you know what i mean you know what that's honest i need to get better at this this and this but if especially if it's a coach or a trainer that has not really been there and because you have potential but they're not seeing it because they want to win games mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah you're not in the right situation the player itself holistically can be put in a, in a in a situation that he really truly shouldn't be in. You know, yeah. what I mean, mentally wise too. That's yeah. the word I'm, I think mentally wise, because that might hurt. He might believe that okay, I'm not ready for this. But look who's telling you you're not ready for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So how do you really know? Yeah, killing a lot of young athletes' dreams um, because mm-hmm. they're making decisions about things they're not qualified to make decisions on. They're doing it based on their feelings. They're doing it based <laughs> on what they see but not really a true understanding or fully competent to make such decisions. And it's hurting um, young athletes. And because there's not a real connection to the game with, with, with parents, and Seriously. in most cases, they don't know. So they just be like, okay, we go somewhere else. Um, and they find themselves moving all around. So I would encourage every athlete, every parent to really listen to this podcast to see what you can take out of it and truly have a better understanding of how you reach to the point of evaluating. And evaluation is to help with progress, to help with progression, to help the players to see where they are, where they are and where they need to be. So that process is very important because you, you can't, go forward if you don't know what you're doing wrong. You cannot. You're blinded. So learn to embrace challenges. Yes. You know, we, we, we hide from that truth because we don't want to embrace challenges. If you love the game and you show passion, you should demand a, a, a proper evaluation and show no fear of failure. It's just a mindset that if you have, you will embrace a correct and honest evaluation because you have no fear of failure. You you want to win. You want to be successful. So you want to know everything that will help you to go through that process of getting to success. You have to have this this fearlessness of, of failure. No, why do you think most athletes are scared of that? They're scared of that because they have to face the truth. And if you're not willing to face the truth, then you want to be comfortable. You want to hear what you want to hear to make you feel good about yourself. All right? Um, Be dedicated to hard work. Mm -hmm. And we always say hard work means smart work for us. It's not just working hard. It's not just just running into a wall, running into a wall, and expect you will break through that wall one day when you're not Superman. So that's not smart work. That's just hard work. You Mm -hmm. end up with a concussion. Willingness to learn. That's a big mindset to have when it relates to evaluation. Be willing to learn. Come with an open mind. Uh, Know that if you've been evaluated by somebody who has the qualifications to do such, be open. You might hear things that you've never heard before because you've never been in the situation before. Or maybe you've never had that level of coaching before. So have this willingness and this openness to learn. but more so, always seek opportunities to learn. When you find yourself in a program, you, know, you find yourself in, in any situation when it relates to soccer, 
seek opportunities to grow and evaluation is one of the biggest opportunities that you can use to grow an honest evaluation a proper evaluation will help you to want to seek out opportunities where you can get better if it means private training if it's if it means you know moving out to town if it means going to more teams to see the higher level whatever it is it means reading more books if it's watching more games you will seek opportunities to grow when you are properly evaluated and you have a know-how of how to do things uh, closing words um, continue to grow like you said continue to grow continue to educate yourself um, we always here as us as KMSA we're always here to help people that are willing to take the advice that are willing to to seek advice respect the people that are pushing you or helping you every day if it's not myself or you coach Kyle people that are willing to to sacrifice and dedicate their time you know to help you in whatever goals and dreams you pursue mm-hmm. so that's that's very important for me yeah so practice humility yes you know practice humility that's something that you see here we we need to practice humility we need to have this um, this sense of of selflessness we need to be able to you know want to learn to help the game to grow we must become ambassadors of the game yes. so i would say practice humility you know keep your feet on the ground and and keep your eyes um, to where you want to go that will give you an opportunity to grow stay blessed and be encouraged. Come to KMSA where we develop soccer players through discipline, respect, and togetherness. You can contact us at kmsocceracademy at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at km underscore soccer underscore academy or Coach Kyle.